Hi, Patrick here, and today perhaps the ultimate translation challenge, at least when it comes to literary translation. How do you translate a novel that is so dense and multi-layered that, well, many of the readers really struggle with it in the original language? How do you do that? Now, this is a book that you may have come across. It may have been on a reading list at college if you studied literature. It was on my list, and not many novels defeat me, but I'm afraid to say this one did. I like what I read, but... It was like reading a foreign language without having a dictionary. Well, this novel has appeared in many foreign languages, defeating and exciting readers all over the world. And right now, a new translation is exciting people in China. Here's the big show's Leo Hornet. You're listening to one of the best-known novels of the 20th century, Finnegan's Wake, read by its author, James Joyce. Throughout the book, the language is so dense and complicated, translating it into another language might seem an impossible task. Oh, my back, my back, my back. I'd want to go to Aix-les-Pains. Not every work of literature is destined for the bestseller lists, but recently, Joyce's masterpiece has been doing very well indeed, in Chinese. OK. Copies of the first translation of Finnegan's Wake available in mainland China have sold out. Books in translation are often popular in China, but they tend to be global bestsellers like Harry Potter. So why has a text from pre-war Europe proved such a hit, particularly one which has a reputation for being almost incomprehensible even in its own language? Song Rong Dai has spent eight years working on the translation. I realised that Finnegan's Wake is a very great book and that this book can change the idea of Chinese reader. Besides... Since I'm a researcher, introduce this book to Chinese reader is my responsibility. And Song Rong Dai says that Chinese readers can learn a lot from Joyce's experimental novel. To me, Finnegan's Wake is a book of freedom. I do not only mean the political freedom. For example, Joyce will create new words, transcend the social constraints. The making a new word shows Joyce's disobedience and refuse of the society. That creating of new words and perhaps rejection of society is one of the things that's made Finnegan's Wake so notorious and so infuriating. Almost every line is alive with puns, filthy double entendres, ancient Dublin slang and quotes from other authors. Is it even possible to convey any of this in a translation? Michelle Hooks is a professor of Chinese at the University of London. Well, it's possible and it's been done. Most of his work has been translated. Uh, Ulysses has been translated in two different versions even. I mean, anything can be translated into any language. It's just, you know, you can't always expect it to be completely identical or literally the same. Is it more difficult to translate a work of literature like Finnegan's Wake than any other piece of literature. Yeah, I would say so. I think I was just uh, reading online. It took the German translator 30 years and the French translator 18 years or the other way around. But it's, it's really hard because, you know, there are so many different 
things that Joyce does with the language in terms of puns, in terms of you know referring to different etymologies, different origins of words in different European languages. I mean, it's, it's he just creates a language of his own. If it isn't exactly a light read, there could be many reasons why Finnegan's Wake has proved a hit in China. After all, there can be many reasons for buying a book. You know, some people are saying, well, the people are just buying that because it's such a, an acknowledged masterpiece of Western literature. They just want to have it on their coffee table. And, you know, how many people are actually going to read it? I will frankly admit that I own a copy of Finnegan's Wake that I haven't finished either, but I just felt I had to own it. Yeah, it's, it seems to be the new craze at the moment amongst a certain type of people who, who are interested in literature. For the translator, Song Rong Dai, Finnegan's Wake contains a much more personal message based on the spelling of her name in English. My name, Song Rong, will be written as C-O-N-G and R-O-N-G. This is two Chinese characters. On page 167, you can find the C-O-N-G. And then after several lines, you can find the R-O-N-G on the same page. Oh, it's amazing. I think Joyce said that he can foretell uh, something in his book. I think, wow, he, he, he knew someday I will translate this book. Song Rong Dai intends to keep translating more of Joyce's works, and who knows what messages are still buried in these pages. For the world, I'm Leo Hornack. And I'll tie my butcher's apron here. It's sooty yet, the strollers are passing by. Six ships, ten kerchiefs, nine to hold to the fire, and one for the code, the convent napkins, twelve. One baby shot. Now, the subject of punning came up there, and punning's... Well, it's something you can't really get away from in Chinese. You might have heard a previous pod on the subject of Chinese puns, especially as they relate to political speech. I'll post a link to that at theworld.org slash language. But in the meantime, back to the University of London's Michelle Hooks for this intricate example. They love to pun and they love to sort of have all kinds of wordplay. It's, it works slightly different in Chinese. Uh, one thing with Chinese is that a lot of words have the same sound, but they are written with different characters. So I remember that, you know, there's a, there's a famous Chinese sort of popular author called Wang Shuo, who uh, has been translated into English. And he was re- at some point, he mentioned a brand of car called uh, the Polonaise in English. And then he, tried, he wrote it in Chinese as Bolonaise, whereby Naize, uh, written with different characters, also means breasts. Uh, so then the English translator sort of thought about it and came up with the translation rather than Citroen, in order to convey that kind of pun. Michelle Hooks of the University of London. And that's it for today. See you on Facebook at the World in Words page or on Twitter. I tweet as Patrick Cox. That's P-A-T-R-I-C-O-X. More next week. See you then.